Hello and welcome to the Powerhouse Performance Club podcast with me, Liam Louth. So today is a sole effort from myself and I just want to talk about weight training, the benefits of it and how it can apply to your own goals because I do find there's, I don't know, 15, 25, maybe even 30% of the people who approach us want weight loss or fat loss or however you word it as but they don't often see the benefit of weight training and we're quite quick to introduce it and educate them on why. But for a lot of people at home, they think, oh, why would I go to Powerhouse or why would I go to a gym when I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, powerlifter, or I'm not 20 anymore? And there's a lot of reasons why. So if we're talking about our quality of life in our later years, it's very, very important that we work the major movement patterns So we want to lunge, we want to squat, we want to push, we want to press, we want to pull. All these basic movements that we've probably taken for granted, either recently or for years and years, potentially. So if we're not doing something, the brain and body are very efficient at kind of down-regulating any systems we're not using. So if you're not squatting, you're not lunging, you're not pressing weights, not pulling things behind you like TRX rows and stuff like that, Often you're going to see some down-regulation, you're going to see some some muscle wastage, some loss of function, some loss of mobility, and it's the body's way of responding to the demands of your day-to-day life, which may be office-based, which may maybe you're retired, maybe you've reached a senior role in your company or whatever it is, or you've settled down to have children, and for whatever reason it is, exercise hasn't been a priority, training hasn't been a priority. So you, you've you've lost some of the kind of, you've lost some of your mobility, you've lost a lot of your strength, you've lost some of your muscle. But the thing you haven't probably lost is your fat. So you've probably still got that stubborn layer of fat, if you like, and you've lost muscle. So maybe your arms have got leaner, maybe your legs have got leaner, you've probably got weaker, but you still have a layer of fat and you don't feel that strong, you don't feel that confident, you don't feel that mobile or robust. And it's because you haven't prioritised weight training. Now, Weight training, you can come along to boot camp and you can lift some weights. But the trouble is, that doesn't really work in the long term. Long term, sorry. And the reason why is the, the weights are relatively light, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Big, ba- big weights won't bulk you up. So there's no need to fear big weights. But you're not progressively overloading the muscle group or the movement pattern. So when we ask you to do a bent over row or a split squat or a squat with a fixed barbell, you're going to be doing that same fixed barbell in a week's time, in a month's time, maybe even in a year's time. So it is never a step backwards and it should never be discouraged, but it's not really a form of progression unless you do things like slow reps or longer duration. But it, it does reach a point where it's like we've only got this hour and we're coaching 10 to 30 people potentially and it's hard to really kind of gauge progress. Now, if you think of a, a gym membership or PT or even training solo, when you lift that object and you do well and your form's good and you can feel the target muscle, you can then slap a little plate on. It could be a 1.25, the smallest progression going, but then you do that the next week. And maybe you do it again a month later and then six weeks later, 12 weeks later and so on and so on. And every week or so, every other week, whatever it is, you're slapping a little bit of weight on. You're sending a consistent signal to your quads, glutes, hammies, whatever, to your physique overall, that you want to see some improvements, that you want to retain some muscle in later life or while losing fat. 
or you're going to gain some strength. And the body will respond to that consistency. And you'll end up getting stronger, looking fitter, getting leaner, whatever it is based on your goal. And it's because you progressively overloaded that movement pattern or the muscle group. But when you come to a boot camp or you go to random gym classes or hit classes, you don't get that because the stimulus is random. And if the stimulus is random, you get random results. So again, it should never be discouraged. It is always better than nothing. It is a great starting point. It can be great alongside training. But when you have structure, when your form's good, when you're progressively overloading, you're going to see better results. Your risk of osteoporosis is going to, is going to drop. So your bone density is going to be better. Your joints and ligaments and tendons are going to be better. So, I mean, this is a personal opinion of mine, but if anything, people who are older should be lifting weights more than someone who's younger. Not in terms of frequency, not in terms of how much they lift, how much they sweat or grunt. But I think for someone in the 20s, like weight training is a bit of a luxury, you know, unless they're playing sport or something like that, or they've got aesthetic goals, you know, they're probably going to be fit and healthy anyway, and they can probably manage the weight quite well with cardio. They can probably retain the muscle quite well with cardio because they're quite young anyway. But let's just talk now to people who often come to boot camp, who may be 35, 45, 55 and beyond. You're probably losing muscle mass. It might not bother you initially, but it might when you're 60, it might when you're 70, it might when you're 80. You know, these kind of things can stop you being mobile, can stop you playing with your grandkids in, in the way that you would like at least. So it's really crucial. And a lot of people when they train solo, they're very one-dimensional. So they go up the class, they lift a weight above the head a few hundred times. You know, they do a few like sloppy press-ups. They do a few sloppy squats. Very poor range of motion. No attention to detail. Very often the coaches or instructors aren't really going to step in and correct you. So in terms of a learning curve, you don't feel silly because you're not corrected. You think you're doing it right, but you're potentially creating imbalances, issues and you're not correcting anything and you're not exposing yourself to more range of motion whereas what we should be doing is is aiming for as much range of motion as possible without any issues so you might do instead of doing 100 goblet squats in your local class you might come and do 8 to 10 quality box squats or assisted squats using a TRX exposing yourself to more range of motion you might do some slow eccentric goblet squats where you spend 3 or 4 seconds exaggerating the lowering phase and some of this can be corrective because you open up your, your hips, you open up your range of motion that you haven't experienced for you know, one year, five years, ten years, maybe even more. And things will start improving when you're doing that. Whereas if the class just makes you tired, it, you might not see any real results unless your goal is weight loss and your diet's on point. Now, even if your diet's on point and you go to gym classes or you go running on your own, whatever it is, there comes a point for a lot of people when it isn't that scalable. So people running to lose fat, unless they like running, it, it can become a bit tedious. You've got to run five miles, six miles, seven miles, or you've got to run faster, faster, faster each mile, or you've got to run up hills, or you've got to do sprints. And then quite often the people trying to do this, the joints, ligaments, tendons, like can't handle the amount of force that you're putting through your body. So let's just imagine I would like had three stone to shift and I had an exercise for years and maybe I was 45 plus. There's a lot of a lot of impact on and it forces on my joints when I run. So running isn't necessarily the best way to get in shape, but it obviously can be important. What is key is that you get the right dosage and you condition yourself to it 
and you slowly ramp up the intensity and the frequency and you don't overnight just go boom, snap your fingers and we're going to run four times a week and now we're running. So if we are trying to preserve our quality of life, it's important that we hit the movement patterns and the muscle groups. Don't just rely on cardio. You're leaving so much on the table, whether you're playing the long game and longevity or whether you're playing the aesthetic game and you want to look more lean or more toned, you might word it as, then weights are important. When we lift weights, we're sending a signal to our body to hold on to muscle. So it's going to help us lose fat and retain muscle. So that's known as body composition. So if you eat a, a moderately to high protein diet and you lift weights and you lift them well and you progressively overload, then you're going to retain a lot of muscle. Now, please, for the females listening, don't think it's muscle as masculine. It is not. You're not going to bulk up. Uh, again, for me personally, and I know boot camp as well, We've never had a female come to us and say, you know what, lads, can we stop lifting weights? I'm getting too masculine. I'm getting too bulky. And no one's ever said that to us ever. Women have less testosterone than men significantly. So even a woman who's, who's you know, got a bit of bulk or a bit of muscle, they've, they're probably a bit of an outlier or they've worked really, really hard over a long period of time consistently, actively trying to grow muscle. It doesn't happen overnight. So please don't fear weights. And, and quickly, while it's on the top of my head, progressive overload doesn't mean we have to slap weight on every single week. It may just mean you do something with more range of motion. It may mean you do something with more time under tension. So maybe you spend four seconds coming down the descent of a squat. Maybe in a few months' time, it's six seconds. That would be a form of progression. So it's not always about going heavy. We're not training you to become powerlifters. We're training you to feel strong, feel confident, you know, live a better life be more robust, more injury-prone, stuff like that. And for us as coaches, it's nice to see the satisfaction that people get when they realise they're strong, when they do the first pull-up, when they do the first chin-up. And I think too many people just want to lose weight, so all the focus on is hard dieting. And the diet has to be so good that there's very little room for life or room to manoeuvre or room for slip-ups or social events. So it becomes really tedious and you're unlikely to stick to it. Especially if you've got an office job that doesn't require much movement. Your diet has to be pretty much 95% perfect to lose significant amounts of weight if you're sedentary and if you're not doing weights. Then you should cardio in and that gives you more room for manoeuvre. But often with cardio as well at boot camps and hit classes, there's often a big drive to eat, which often very few people talk about. So you turn up to the session, you, you murder it, you savage, you beast mode or whatever it is, you killed it. And then often you want to just eat crap or binge eat because the workout was so hard and, and your calories are so low, your body just fights back in terms of appetite and cravings. So nothing wrong with cardio. We'll never, can, we'll never kind of discourage it at all. But I think people should be opting for maybe one or two intense sessions, maybe one or two light sessions like walking or, or cross trainer or swimming or jogging versus doing hitting boot camps every day. So do some low impact steady state or less. Do some high-intensity interval training if you're suited to it, if your joints are healthy and stuff like that. And if you're quite injury-prone or you're not very robust, try and up for things like the ski ergs and rowing machines and cross-trainers rather than doing you know, sprints on a treadmill or sprints on concrete outside where you're more likely to get injuries, niggles and stress fractures and stuff like that. And then for the perfect storm, rather than relying on just your diet and just cardio, rely on diet rely on cardio and rely on weight training. So it could even just be once a week. 
you know, I've got no stats and figures to back this up, but quite a lot of my clients, personally at least, have worked or worked out or trained with me once a week and they've, they've built physiques they're proud of and they've become strong and confident. So once a week is enough, in my opinion, to retain some muscle and, and kind of preserve your quality of life, particularly as we get older. Now, you might want to do two sessions or three sessions. To me, that would be leading more towards optimal. But you don't have to, you know, train every day, intense, go crazy, lift heavy. But to me, it should be non-negotiable that like you train once a week, weight training. Like, it, it, I'm really passionate about it. We all are at Powerhouse. And the people who do it see amazing results because they're losing fat, retaining muscle. When we think about losing weight, we often get a focus on the scales. But nobody has a sign above the head saying, I weigh 70k, I weigh 15 stone or whatever it is. No one ultimately cares other than the actual person. And the people around you don't know how much you weigh. So what's important is that you feel confident and you're healthy and you're happy. But the way we can improve that is if you focus on lifting weights, you'll retain muscle and lose actual body fat. So the scales won't change as much as you think, but they will change hopefully. But you'll look aesthetically better in most people's opinion, including your own, which is obviously most important. And you'll have some strength to go with it which is going to help you manage your weight. So being strong and being confident in the gym and having good form is, is a tool to manage your body weight because the person who just relies on diet will gain weight when they're not on the, on the diet. That's pretty strict. The person who's relying on cardio, if they get injured or if they just get bored of you know, running 10K every bloody other day, they'll end up putting the weight back on. If you make a focus to diet do your cardio and lift your weights and you get strong and confident in the gym and your form's good, the strength that you've earned, the form that you've learned is a method to kind of manage your body weight. So please don't think it's all about cardio. Please don't think it has to be about miserable dieting. It needs to be this perfect storm where you're working on all your habits, whether that's sleep and hydration, fruits and vegetables, you know, getting adequate protein, getting adequate amounts of sleep and training. Ultimately, it is a game of balance. Whether you're 17 or 61, you've got to balance your priorities, you've got to balance your social life, you've got to balance your commitments, and you've got to balance your time, because we appreciate a lot of you are really busy, and you've got to kind of squeeze training amongst other life's priorities, like children, grandkids, work, and stuff like that. So please don't be shy around the weights area. Please don't feel like you're going to bulk up lifting weights. And if you're unsure about weights... Like, don't be, don't be shy to reach out to us and talk to us about it. Get on a phone call with Josh and he'll, he'll talk you through how we get people in shape with our gym memberships. You know, send us a message on Instagram. We're quite informal. We're easy to reach. You can send us a, a, message, a Facebook message. Send us a text on WhatsApp, whatever. Just ask us what we can do for you because I think a lot of people are a bit too shy to introduce themselves. They're too shy to say hello, too, sh too shy to claim a five-day pass, too shy to click the link. And you might, you might not be in an immediate rush now to get in shape, but I reckon you'll regret it in five years' time, 10 years' time, 20 years' time, when you can't do anything other than you know, stand up and walk to the shops and you find it hard and you've lost a lot of your confidence. So let's, let's get in the gym, whether it's with us or on your own. Let's just train the basic movements. So let, let's get a squat in. Now, you might, maybe you can't do a crazy back squat or a front squat. That's very common. You've got goblet squats, we've got box squats, TRX squats. Maybe you can't press weights above your head. Again, very common. We can do seated machines. We can do band work. We can do box press-ups or press-up regressions. There's a lot of different things we can do. 
you know, a lot of people can't lunge. Maybe you don't have to. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of ways we can squeeze it in. Something like a TRX row, very low impact. It's not always going to be bent over rows, kettlebell swings and deadlifts. We have ways of progressing exercises for those who need it. We have ways of regressing exercises. And we're very confident as coaches at Powerhouse at handling people of varied abilities. We're quite proud of the fact we get a real wide range of like of people from backgrounds and, and abilities and, and sexes and ages as well. So from endurance runners to office workers who who hate running. And we're more than capable of handling everyone. So if it's been useful, don't be shy to let us know. Otherwise, we may stop making them. And don't be shy to share it if you found it useful or if you know someone else who'll benefit from it. And that's all for today. Thanks.